Kane is in the building. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Big Alan D. Wood here at STFL. We're back, baby. Week, Week one. one. Let's go. D. Wood, what's good? What's up, Big Al? How you doing? Good, man. I'm fired up. Me too. That game last night was a little tough, but... Yeah. Really hyped up game for uh, number one of the season, but it was kind of a dud. But David Montgomery, man, that's the that's the hype everyone's talking about. I know. What's going on with him? Hate to say, I told you so. <laughs> I drew back, what was it, last week. Yep. I didn't understand the hype. You would think that this guy was going to run for 2,000 yards this year. Exactly. He was going in the third round in mock drafts, uh, about fourth in like, people who aren't reaching on him probably, right? Yeah. I mean, he was getting suggested by some people uh, to get picked in the second round. Yeah. So people were drafting him in the second round, but typically in the third round, I think his technical average draft pick was the fourth, but a lot of people were taking him in the third. Yeah, which is insane. And I got a little flack too. Um, I was like, the comment I got saying that he was going to have 200 carries and like be all crazy. And I was like, buddy, like relax. Mike Davis is in that offense too. Yep. And what do you know? Mike Davis. What do you have? They were a three-headed monster. Yeah, they were monster. they were pretty much on the field pretty evenly uh, with Davis and Cohen catching all the passes. Yep, and Cohen was won, but... and Cohen was in the slot too. So when yeah. like uh, when Miller comes back on the Bears and takes the slot spot back, Cohen's going to slide right back on the backfield. It's, it's a great gonna, point. It's there's there's really no Montgomery's in a tough spot. Yes, he he's he needs like owners are going to need like injuries to happen, which is unfortunate, but. That's just the way it is. They're going to need an injury to happen to for Montgomery to live up to his third round draft pick. Yeah, uh, you know, we said in episode four we ranked him forty eight, so that would be the last pick in a twelve man team league in the fourth round. We said fourth, fifth round was the spot to take Montgomery, and I think it kind of shows with this three headed monster going on, and it's going to be really tough for him to get third round value this year. The talent's there. Like, clearly the talent's yeah. there. No one's denying that. He was the best back on the field. But they're not going to utilize him like that. Definitely not. I, <laughs> Yeah, it's actually, man. I was just, you know, eating my popcorn, <laughs> watching him, like, oh, my God. Like, there's so many unhappy people right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, you know, he'll have better games. He'll, he'll bounce back. But third round was high. Um, but, you know, for week one, which is uh, two days from now, we wanted to give you guys some some starts and sets for this week. And these are players that, you know, uh, for the starts at least, you are probably considering whether you should start them or not. You might be in a situation where you have to start these guys. Um, but, Big Al, why don't you kick it off with some of the quarterbacks that you want to start this week? So, quarterback, I'm going to start this week, Carson Wentz. I say Carson Wentz because he's coming back from injury. And he's definitely just anxious to get on the field. And guess who he gets to open up against? The Washington Redskins. Mm. Not the best team. No. And someone for Wentz, who just got paid recently, he's definitely going to want to showcase his skills versus a team that's not very good. So I have Wentz piling up 320 yards in the air with two touchdowns. He'll throw an interception. Uh, obviously, he's still shaking the rust off. But I'll say he's he's going to finish with 23 fantasy points. Nice. 
Uh, another guy that I have is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, he's like not the best quarterback right now, obviously like playing for the Bills, but he can run the ball. Like he scrambles. He's kind of like a maniac on the ground. And he can also throw the ball really far. He's got a cannon of an arm. Uh, playing the Jets, two question mark teams, just going to be slinging it, I think, all game. Like the return of Levy on Bell, they're going to feed him. So I think like points are going to be going up left and right. I got him thrown for 230 passing yards with a touchdown. He's also going to throw two interceptions just because like he's a very <laughs> average. Definitely. He's yeah. a very average quarterback, but I think he's going to have 65 rushing yards on the ground uh, with a touchdown. So I think that's really going to save uh, his game and load him up with 22 points. Nice. For the day. I like that a lot. And they're, they're not going to be the prettiest 22 points, but no. they're going to be 22 points. It's like if you're someone like me, um, I have uh, Allen as a, a third quarterback option in my league with Trubisky and Jimmy G. And unfortunately, I plugged in Trubisky last mm. second and I had Josh Allen going. And for my third quarterback, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, classic veteran quarterback. You know, the Jaguars paid him, so obviously he didn't get paid to just show up every week. They expect mm-hmm. him to sling the ball. Playing the Kansas City Chiefs, definitely going to get beat up a little bit, but at the same time, it's going to be a shootout. Uh, Jaguars aren't going to be running a lot, especially since Casey's probably going to hit Tyreek Hill with a uh, 50-yard bomb to start the game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, you know, so I think it's going to be going – Back and forth all game. Even if they get blown out, like he's still going to be throwing touchdowns. I think he hits 300 yards, throws for three TDs, also throws a pick, though. So I think he's going to end up with 23 points. Nice. And uh, just a little bonus guy. Um, no stats to throw at you guys, but if you're feeling uh, in a pinch, start Sam Donald. He'll be battling out with Josh Allen, battle of the average quarterbacks. I think they'll have a, a fun game. Nice. I like that couple RBs that you guys can start this week with confidence. Number one, kind of an obvious choice, but you might be in a situation where it might not be so obvious with Mark Ingram. So they were playing the Dolphins, and they had one of the worst defenses last year against the Russian game, and Baltimore runs the ball. I think Ingram is finally in a position where he doesn't have to battle with someone like Kamara, and he knows that, and I think he's going to run like a madman. I'm giving him 20 fantasy points. I'm giving him about 15 touches, about 105 yards, two receptions with 15 yards. I like that. And I think he's going to also score a TD for them. Another guy that I'm really high on is Duke Johnson. So Duke Johnson, they have the Monday night football game, which is always awesome. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. And he's going to be coming out of the backfield a lot. And I think Houston is going to be playing from behind, and he's going to get a lot of dump-offs. So I think he's going to give you a solid 22 fantasy points without scoring a touchdown. And he's going to do that by rushing for about 70 yards. And I think he's going to catch eight passes for 70 yards as well. I like that. He's kind of got like a, he's getting the like Tariq Cohen vibe right now. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think he's going to be utilized a lot. Um, one other running back that you guys can be confident starting with is Matt Breda. Believe it or not, you know, he was the guy last year, and every time he touched the football, he looked like he belongs to be, he's supposed to be a starting running back. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they got Coleman, so it is going to be a committee, but I do think Matt Breda um, outshines Coleman throughout the whole year, honestly. I think he's going to give you 23 fantasy points. I think he's going to have 14 touches, 
about 85, 90 yards with a TD. And I also think he's going to get four receptions with about 40, 45 uh, receiving yards. He was their passing back last year as well. So he can kind of do it all. Him and Coleman kind of both can. So they're, of course, going to be a committee. Definitely. Um, but I think Matt Breda is going to edge Coleman out a little bit. And one sleeper that I have, and it's kind of surprising. I, I've talked about this guy a little bit, but Justin Jackson. Yeah, yep. So yeah. last week he was owned in all Yahoo leagues, um, only 30%. He has finally jumped to 42% in all leagues, but it's crazy how he's not 100% owned. They have openly said this is going to be a committee backfield for the Chargers. And obviously Gordon's not playing. And Eckler is the better back. He's also going to catch passes, unlike Justin Jackson. But if he's still seeing between 10 and 16 touches, and he has a lot to prove. What if he catches the hot hand? And so I think it's just insane that he's only 42% owned. And he's my sleeper pick uh, this week. I agree with that. And it's like, dude, Eckler gets hurt. It's going to yeah. be like the end of the season last year when Melvin Gordon got hurt and Eckler got hurt. I, I started Justin Jackson in the championship. Yeah. And see? I started him in the semis too. Exactly. So at least go pick him up. Yeah. And if, there, if there's room, don't be afraid to start him. Definitely. And uh, having Eckler in a league, and I know you have Jackson. I think we have a little bit of trade to talk after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to give some wide receivers uh, nice. that I think you should start this week. First wide receiver up, Didi Westbrook. Like I said, Nick Foles, definitely a streaming candidate this week. It's going to be a shootout in the Chiefs game. I got 85 yards for Westbrook on eight receptions and a touchdown. Going to have 22 points. It's going to be easy for him. I think he could really surpass the 85 yards if he breaks loose for on a couple plays because the chemistry that him and Foles showed in preseason is definitely definitely has me under the impression that they're going to develop something real nice in the regular season. And Westbrook could even go for over a thousand yards this year. I like that. He's probably gonna get twelve targets next uh, this week. So. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> because it's like who, who else is gonna throw to him? You know, I guess we'll find out. But I'm liking Didi. He was, he was floating on teams last year. He's got a stable quarterback. Doesn't have to deal with Blake Bortles. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited to see how that works out. Um, another guy that I have is Cooper Cup. Coming off that ACL injury, we were saying last week how he's running his best times right now yep. uh, at practice. Um, I'm convinced that Cooper's going to have a great season, definitely easily over 1,000 yards, which makes me believe that next week he'll just pile up eight receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. He's going to start slow. You know, his first game back, it's been a while. But that's 21 points. Yeah. He's so, only projected 11. I know. and No respect. No respect. It's like you have Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods. They're all eaten. Like, versus Carolina, big game. I think it's going to be balanced between running and passing. Mm-hmm. But, like, Robert Woods and Cooks going to get a lot of attention. You put Cup in the slot, he's going to be bailing out guys all day. Yeah. So he's going to be eaten. And then my last receiver is T.Y. Hilton. People are really writing off T.Y. Hilton yeah, because Andrew Luck retired. I don't know why. I got him in the sixth round in one league, Well, and I was fired up. I was, like, really happy. People kept passing on him left and right. He's a great player. Really great player. So, I don't understand that. But I got him for five receptions and 100 yards and a touchdown. Some leagues you get a plus three going over 100 yards, um, which could get him about 24 points. I have him at 21. 
But if you have that bonus on, like T.Y. Hilton, very easy to go over 100 yards. He can catch a ball for 50 yards at any time. Still one of the best deep threats in the league. Definitely. Yeah. And my sleeper, you know, Cortland Sutton. Wow. On the Denver Broncos. Monday night football game. Cool Joe in the pocket. <laughs> cool Joe in the pocket. Like who? who he's not going to throw to Manny Sanders every time. And Sutton, I think, coming on last year, did pretty well. He like did. in Demarius Thomas uh, department from the team. So I think Sutton, he's a question mark, but we'll find out Monday what he's going to do. And I think if you're in a pinch, you slot him in there. He's going to have a good game. Nice. I like that. A couple tight ends that I would recommend starting. Uh, Hunter Henry. So he's playing Indy, who gave up the third most uh, receiving yards to tight ends last season. And obviously Gates is no longer on the team. And it sounds like they really want to make Hunter Henry a strong part of that offense. So I'd be very confident starting. I'm giving him 20 fantasy points, uh, six receptions, 80 yards, and one TD. I do think he's going to score that TD for you. Another person I'm big on, at least for this week, is Evan Ingram. So I'm giving him 15 fantasy points. I don't think he gets you that touchdown this week, but I do think he gets you eight receptions with 70 yards. That offense is obviously running through Barkley, but he's their number two. Yeah. He's the only one that's going to be, you know, catching balls. Um, you know, Sterling Shepard will will do his thing as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Evan Ingram, is he's their, he's their number two yeah. for offense. Uh, he's... He's their best wide receiver yeah. as a tight end. So, like you said. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and my number three, I'm going Vance McDonald. Dance and Vance. Yeah, Dance and Vance. And he's playing, you know, Sunday night football against the Patriots. And I think the Patriots are going to try to take out Juju and James Connors as much as possible. Yeah. Pretty much challenge Big Ben to say, like, you know, hey, if you can beat us without utilizing those guys as much, then let's see you do it. So, I think... Vance McDonald is going to have a little lighter coverage, and I think he even got you that TD. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. You know, I think I think he's going to finish with about 16 points. Um, just a, a gentleman stat of five receptions, 50 yards, and a TD. Classic makes me think uh, Heath Miller back in the day. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Be- and Heath Miller ate like for a couple seasons. Yeah. So you know, it'll be interesting to see what he does this year. But I really do like the matchup with you know, thinking the Pats are going to really focus on Juju and Connors. Definitely. One sleeper, if you're kind of in a pinch, Mark Andrews. So he's on Baltimore. They're playing Miami. And he is getting a little bit of hype right now. Um, but when it comes down to it, I really think Jackson is going to target him the most out of the wide receivers um, and the tight ends this year. It's really easy to throw to your tight end as a quarterback. He's kind of like a safety net. And I think Jackson's going to live there um, often. So if you're in a pinch, Feel confident starting Mark Andrews. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if after this week, um, the percentage owned in leagues for Mark Andrews jumps up significantly. I think a lot of people are going to recognize this and start grabbing them. So those are some starts that you guys can feel comfortable starting this week. Um, either the, the matchup or the type of player they are. But either way, find a way to get those guys into your lineup. What about some sits, Big L? What are you thinking? I'm going to focus on the quarterback position. The first QB that I'm sitting this week is Kyler Murray. Um, very big on Kyler Murray. I think he's going to end up having a great year. But that game in the preseason versus Oakland 
where they literally just sent everyone at him over and over and over again really scared me. Like, I feel like you need to see him play one week before you can trust him to be in your starting lineup. Playing Detroit, it's going to be a tricky situation. You don't know if that Detroit defense is going to show up, if Matt Patricia's, like, really been working on something strong and they're going to get after the rookie quarterback just like Oakland did in preseason. Personally, that's what I would do. I'd just send everyone at him mm-hmm. week one. But, yeah, I'm I'm sitting Kyler Murray. Another guy I'm sitting is Jimmy G coming off an ACL injury. Just another guy that you want to see how he does before you put him in your lineup. And he looked really bad in the preseason. Yeah, he did. Like, really bad. One of those just, like, throw it up and hope somebody catches it type of play, and it wasn't pretty. And my last QB sit is going to be Cam Newton. I know it sounds a little crazy because Cam's a great quarterback and all, but he's got that foot injury going on right now, Mm. and he's playing the Rams. Rams are really good. Lost in the Super Bowl. They're probably not the happiest bunch right now. Ready to eat. Cam's already linger. They're going to be going after him. So I'm passing on Cam Newton this week. Just a test, just a test run for these guys. I, I need to see how they are on the field before I can confidently start them. Nice. For a couple running back sits, first one I'm going, first guy I'm going with, you probably have to start this week. I will admit that, but if there's a way you don't have to, Damian Williams. And we've all heard the news with with uh, Shady and the hype with Darwin Darwin Thompson and all of that. But when it comes down to it, it's kind of scary for Damian Williams' owners. And they're playing the Jags, who gave up, um, I think last year it was like the six fewest uh, uh, fantasy points to running back. So it's a little scary of a situation where you don't know how many touches he's going to get. And it could be a little bit of a three-headed monster. Yeah. Kind of similar to like Thursday Night Football with uh, with David Montgomery. So if you can avoid starting Damian Williams, I'd advise doing it. But you're probably in a situation where you can't. But if you know if you have like Mark Ingram or or one of the the starts we were talking about, it might be worth entertaining that. Yeah, for sure. It's you can't trust him. No, you definitely can't trust him. He's 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 more of a wait and see right now. Another running back I would sit is Carlos Hyde. So uh, they are playing the Saints and they're going to be down a lot. And I think Duke's their guy. Like everyone kind of freaked out a little bit and said Duke Johnson's value went down. I don't think it did. No. Carlos Hyde was the best trade for a Duke Johnson owner. If you drafted Duke Johnson, you obviously knew Houston was going to get another running back at some point. They said that. That was, like, very clear. So they might as well get Carlos Hyde, someone who always gets hurt and hasn't really proved himself. Yeah. So I think that's still Duke's backfield, and I would not be confident at all starting Carlos Hyde. Right. And he'll definitely be fresh on most plays, too. It's just going to keep Duke fresher. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, Another back that I would advise not starting this week is Sony Michelle. So they're playing uh they're playing Pittsburgh Sunday night football. Uh they fit, Pittsburgh gave up the eighth fewest uh points to running backs last season. And again, it's a three-headed monster. You don't know if it's gonna be Sony, James White, Rex Burkhead. So I would just be a little cautious about starting Sony Michelle. I know he's actually even a little injured right now. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna be in a situation where the Pats that is that they're gonna be they need to throw the ball. I think Pitt's going to come out to play. So I think James White and Rex Burkett are actually better starts than Sony Michelle this week. Yeah, couldn't agree more on that. All right, now I'm going to give you guys some wide receivers that you should definitely sit this week. First, DJ Moore 
playing the Rams. He's got to go up against Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters is a really rugged player, especially all this hype around DJ Moore. He's definitely going to make sure that he's not flying around free all game. So don't expect DJ Moore to do anything crazy on offense. Um, I actually don't really trust any Panthers this week except for Christian McCaffrey. Um, Another player that I have is Mike Williams. I just don't believe in this guy. Um, He had 664 receiving yards last year, which is very average. The only reason that he is being talked about is because he had 10 touchdowns. Is he going to have 10 touchdowns again? Definitely not. No way he's having 10 touchdowns. And I think you can fade him versus the Colts and just don't even bother. And my last wide receiver is going to be Robbie Anderson. I personally like Robbie Anderson, but not when Robbie Anderson has a calf injury. And he has to go against Tredavious Murray, who is another great corner. Um, Not in the cards this week. Just uh, stay away from Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams, and DJ Moore. Don't start him. You'll be fine. Nice. I agree. I agree with that list a lot. And um, took the words out of my mouth with the Panther, Panthers. One tight end that I am definitely not starting this week, transitions to the tight ends a little bit, is uh, Greg Olson. Yeah, no. <laughs> can't start him. No, you can't. What is he, like 50? Dude, hate to say it, man. He's just going to break his foot again. I know. All I, he does yeah. is break his foot. Yeah, so I, don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting Greg Olson um, really any week, but especially this week against the Rams. So he's on my tight end sit list. Another tight end I would not start is Delaney Walker. And, you know, Cleveland actually is a really good matchup for tight ends. So on paper, he seems like a good start. But I would not start any Titan besides Derrick Henry. Yeah. I think they're going to really try to run the ball and play defense. Their quarterback situation is a little bit up in the air. Sounds like they don't have too much faith in Mariota. Yeah. And I wouldn't feel comfortable starting any skilled position besides Henry on the Titans. Yeah. Another dude, like you just said, Mariota, like add him to list of sets. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really don't Jeez. understand what's what's going on there. That's he, horrible. He showed some signs of being good at, at some point in his career, but apparently, yeah. no. Just another guy. Just yeah. He'll probably lose he his can't job. Can't stay healthy. He'll probably lose his job. Um. Third tight end I'm sitting, though, is Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, he gets injured probably the most out of all tight ends, I'd say. Yeah. And he's actually already injured. He's yep. coming off a concussion. So and he's got him. a history of concussions yep. now, too. So so just don't trust him. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting Jordan Reed this week and probably most of the season Yeah, when it comes down to it. Um, but nice. So that was our start-sit segment. Um, We're going to post all of this on Instagram as well um, at STFL underscore fantasy football. Um, Really appreciate everyone listening. Keep DMing us all of your questions. Yeah, please do. We love answering you guys. Yeah, we love love helping out. Um, Sounds like we've already made a pretty big impact already. Yep. Um, So keep doing that. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to episode six of STFL. Um, Good luck in your fantasy this week first week of football we're back baby we're back we're back (laughs) and uh and we'll catch you next week peace guys